Hi, we're here from Curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you learn about how people become less narcissistic as they get older, how it's possible to see a single photon with a naked eye, and new research that says you won't crave more food if you quit smoking. Let's satisfy some curiosity. Research shows that most people become less narcissistic as they get older. So parents, if your teenager seems totally self-obsessed, don't worry, they'll probably grow out of it. Probably. There are some people who hang on to those narcissistic leanings into middle age, and you might be surprised about the implications of that. But before we get to narcissism in adulthood, let me back up and talk about the research. This comes from a new international study from the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology. Scientists set out to track how narcissism levels changed over 23 years in a group of freshmen from UC Berkeley. More than 200 participants filled out narcissism evaluations when they were 18, and then they did it again when they turned 41. The results showed a clear link between narcissism levels and age. Most people became less narcissistic, and only about 3% of participants became more narcissistic. But the team didn't stop there. They zoomed in on how different facets of narcissism changed as well. Now, previous research has broken narcissism down into three facets— Entitlement, vanity, and leadership. Entitlement deals with looking down on other people and being generally disagreeable. It's pretty much the worst of the three. College students with more entitlement tended to go through more negative life events before they turned 41. Vanity is all about someone being really proud of their appearance and achievements. But I mean, a little too proud. The ones who scored highest on vanity were more likely to have unstable relationships and marriages with a higher divorce rate. But they could also be the healthiest physically, possibly because they exercise more and pay more attention to their diet. That third trait, leadership, is the silver lining to narcissism. That's associated with self-esteem, extroversion, and working towards goals. And the leadership facet could explain why the narcissistic young adults were more likely to end up with jobs as supervisors 23 years later. The researchers say this suggests that selfish and arrogant people are rewarded with more powerful organizational roles. Study participants who ended up in leadership roles showed less of a decrease in narcissism over time, and that means those roles could have helped them hang on to those college-age levels of narcissism. And that's the interesting takeaway from this research. Basically, narcissists end up in powerful positions, and that deserves a closer look. Now that we know more about how narcissistic leaders grow into themselves, future studies should look into the implications when it comes to organizational research. But a more immediate takeaway is, of course, that you can stop losing sleep over your teenager's narcissistic tendencies. Like I said, they'll probably grow out of it. And if they don't, maybe they're a CEO or something. So, I don't know. Win some, lose some. A 2016 study says you can see a single photon with the naked eye. Yes, a single photon, as in the elementary particle of light. We've known since 1942 that the eye's rod cells only need a single photon to make them react. But who knew your brain could also register something so tiny? In the study, which was published in Nature Communications... Participants identified the flash of a single photon correctly at a rate higher than chance. That means that the brain might be capable of processing that tiny piece of data. And processing is probably a better word for it than seeing. As physicist Alipashi Vaziri said, the most amazing thing is that it's not like seeing light. 
It's almost a feeling at the threshold of imagination. In the experiment, three male participants went through more than 30,000 trials. They were hooked into an optical system where they'd press a button and hear two sounds separated by one second. One of those sounds might be accompanied by a single photon. They'd have to say whether they thought the photon fired and on which sound. Then they'd find out if they were correct. The answers, it turned out, were better than chance. They guessed right 51.6% of the time. This might not sound super impressive, but there were enough trials to reach a level of statistical significance. One unexpected result of the test showed that some degree of priming might make it easier for the brain to catch the photons. Whenever the men correctly identified a photon, they were more likely to correctly identify the next photon they saw within 10 seconds. Their success rate increased to 56% for those trials. Now, don't start working on your single photon flashlight quite yet. Some researchers have suggested that the 2016 experiment wasn't nearly large enough to draw any universal conclusions. Still, the possibility that biological systems could have this degree of sensitivity bodes well for the capabilities of future technology. It's also a nice reminder that sight is about more than just your eye. It's about how your brain puts together the data that comes into your eyes. Because if we just got a direct one-to-one translation in our brains, we'd be seeing some weird stuff. But the fact that our brains kind of patch everything together and organize them in a way that we can perceive with clarity, it's kind of cool. Yeah. If you or anybody you know is a cigarette smoker, and you thought to yourself, if I quit, I'm going to have food cravings, then think again. Because as reported by Futurity, a new study suggests smoking abstinence does not greatly affect our motivation for food. In previous research, scientists have consistently found that people will spend more for a cigarette than water. But for this study, researchers were interested in food, especially around the relationship between smoking and weight. Researchers wanted to know, do smokers who can't smoke for whatever reason reallocate their resources towards food and water when cigarettes are not an option? This study included 50 smokers who abstained for 12 hours and were given $9 in house money to spend. They sat in front of a box with a sliding door, and inside that box was one of three items, either their favorite brand of cigarette or a candy bar they had previously said they liked or a cup of water. Each participant would hear a tone and then see what was inside the box. And then they would rate their craving for what was in that box from one to seven. Then decide how much of that $9 they would want to spend to sample one of the items. The amount they spent from a penny to 25 cents determined whether that door would unlock or not. The more they spent, the greater the chance of the door unlocking, up to a probability of 95%. So what happened? Well, the people who had abstained from smoking for 12 hours pretty much only paid money for cigarettes, not for food. Abstaining from smoking gave those smokers more cravings for cigarettes, but it had no impact on their craving for food. The researchers say that suggests that smokers don't just transfer their cravings for cigarettes to other things when they abstain. Instead, their cravings for food stay constant regardless of whether they're smoking or abstaining. Now, I should note that the participants in this study were not trying to quit smoking, and the findings don't speak to how trying to quit would influence these motivations. But food does not become more appealing during times when a smoker is in a smoke-free environment or otherwise can't smoke. But yeah, regardless of what this study can say about people who are quitting smoking versus people who can't smoke at the time, 
it's always a good idea to quit smoking. I just talked to a friend this weekend who is eight months smoke free and I'm so proud of him. And he says he's feeling so much better and he's exercising and he's doing all these great things. And his life is a lot better for it. Good for him. And now let's recap what we learned today. Today, we learned that most people become less narcissistic as they get older. But for some people, those narcissistic tendencies could persist. And that could lead to management positions. That's awkward. (laughs) And that you can see a single photon with your naked eye. Yes, a single photon, as in the elementary particle of light. And that not being able to smoke will not make smokers crave food. You should probably quit smoking because it'll be very good for you. Join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Stay curious.